1: of the world, Steve Fingerstiles!
0: So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. Actually, welcome to the third annual DP Awards. Uh, I don't know what else to say after that. But (laughs) I am here once again, always again, but I have a special host to help me bring in or usher out the DP Awards this year, don't worry. We're not going to be physically giving people DPs, so no one has to worry. And luckily, this is not on YouTube or anything, so people don't have to worry about that shit. But I bring to thee stand-up comedian and actor, Tommy Campbell.
2: Thank you very much for having me back. Yeah, I never, I never thought about the DP Award thing until I had tweeted it out and it said, vote for me, and then I had a lot of comments or people messaging me about the DP thing, right. mostly because um uh there at, there's a there's a thing on my album about how like my mom uh like uh, i'm on my stand up comedy album my my, right. my latest one let's ruin saturday there's a track about how my mom calls diet pepsi dp that's right and <laughs> and she'll like post in the middle of summer like ooh hot day somebody bring me a dp <laughs> all my dad's friends are commenting oh on it and stuff it's like no this is horrible oh. um but yeah
0: that's awesome i,
2: I appreciate you uh, bringing me back for this end of year recap
0: yeah no problem like this is this is the first off i'd like to thank for everyone who voted it's awesome the turnout i didn't imagine i'd have the, three times the amount of last year so i guess that tr- hopefully that translates to three times the amount of listens from last year so that's a good build-up so i could keep going so thank you everybody for voting even if you voted thank more. you people Exactly. So, hey, you're up for an award, so maybe you'll get one, I'm too. I'm up for the
2: award, and I have no idea um, that's any right. of the winners. I'm finding yes. this out as we go along, so that's fun for me as well. That is And will prevent me from accidentally saying someone <laughs> as well.
0: Perfect. So, what's been up with you? How has been 2019?
2: Well, we're, uh, I don't even. is it the 4th? I'm, I'm still, like, confused. After all the holidays, are you the same as me? Like, I, I, I never know. know. I'm putting out my garbage, and I'm like, why is there no one's garbage out? Right. Like, they're, they're, people are like, it's New Year's Day, you fucking idiot. And I'm like, ah, uh, okay. I, I don't know. Like, comedians already uh, don't know schedules that well, and it's not because, like, we're lazy or anything, because yeah. actually most good comedians work really hard. It's just that we don't follow, the, uh, you know, a nine to five routine, of which course. puts you in the rhythm of things. You know, like whenever there's a long weekend, I never know. It's just the same sort of thing. I'm like, right. why the fuck is Kenny's truck still in the alley? <laughs> and then my wife has to like open up the calendar on Mac and be like, oh, it's whatever Queen something day, and I'm like, all oh, right, all right, okay. Well, I guess I'm not going to the bank, but I wouldn't right. go there anyway cuz you just do everything online. So That is true you know, as well. Holidays, man. No, it's I mean, it's I'm in Vancouver. It's been really mild. We've had some wind, but it's been like, you know, between, you know, high of 6 to 12 degrees, so oh, nice. super mild. No complaints. Just right. chilling.
0: And there you go. So how, how how was your stand-up throughout 2019? Any big places you performed anything? Stands out the most?
2: Uh, well, the biggest place I performed was the Save On Foods Memorial Arena in Victoria. Oh, wow. And that was in November, and that was just amazing because it was an arena. And again, that was the opening for Jim Jeffries. Right. Uh, Victoria is a really good crowd. Um, those are people that are stuck on an island. Right. Um, you know, like a, a, a ferry's a hundred bucks return, and they never had an arena for years. So when they built that, okay. um, people were able all of a sudden to get these acts to come through because before they, it was a big deal because they had to go to Vancouver and get a hotel. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're just really grateful when people come through, and uh, it's the same arena that the tragically hit started their tour off at, mm. um, and it was actually my third time playing it, so that was also awesome. Because you're doing new material for the third time in front of a big crowd, and um, when it's when you when it's going well, it's just uh, it makes you feel good. Not just because they're laughing, but you're like, I'm not just throwing out old softballs. You know that right. like I know they're gonna just swing for. You know this is this is new stuff and they're all over it so it's just that weird thing with with comics you know bands go out and they're like okay we'll play our biggest hits and three Mm -hmm. new songs comics all has to be new i know so it's quite a feeling when when you your new stuff is landing so um viciously so yeah the arena was amazing and then of course i did two shows at the sony center now called uh, meridian hall in toronto where i spent some of my formative years as a comedian um so go. to be able to be back in Toronto, uh again, this is another trip opening for Jim Jeffries, right. uh, but to be back there and um not riding my bike
1: <laughs>
2: to Yuck Yucks
1: <laughs> right.
2: um to be to be with him in the town car to play the theater a couple times it was pretty badass and you were at. Uh, I got you some uh, band tickets. You were what? at the late show, right? The
0: late show. That's correct.
2: Yes. It was. It was amazing, right?
0: It was just the atmosphere, everything, and the, all the comics. You yourself, the other gentleman, which I seem to forget all the time. Yeah, um, okay, his name's
2: Forrest Shaw. There you go. So, so that so Jim, Jim, I've opened for Jim in Canada on my own for the last six years, Right. and now. Um, he's had a couple guys, Jason John Whitehead, Forrest Shaw, and Amos Gill, mm-hmm. that all do America together. Mm-hmm. And he's now brought two of them to each show in America, sometimes three. Okay. So he's just now adopted that format for Canada. Sure. So uh, that was the first time he'd ever had a second person on mm-hmm. the show with him. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was myself and Forrest, um, who I'm familiar with uh Uh, just because we're all guys that open for Jim so we kind of have some group eye messages and stuff but it was just an awesome show right
0: no it was no I got a question now when you were opening by yourself for Jim did you have more time or now the show twice the time so
2: so I liked I mean that's it's more fun (laughs) because you get to do twice the time right Uh, so it's and and it helps you build that fan base even more because they're getting to see more of you okay um but, uh, you know, I can't complain. You're at the show with a with another fella. It's all good. I'm just, I just give it my all in those gym shows because I know, yeah. like, I'm in front of thousands of people. Um, of course. This is, like, a big moment to make an impact. So um, when I go out there, uh, I'm out to just kill. <laughs> like, um, yeah.
0: That's how it should that, be, right? That's it.
2: That's how it should be. I want people to be... On the way home, looking up my Spotify, my Twitter, and my YouTube and stuff like that. So uh, those are those are my definitely my highlights of the year was the Toronto because it's Toronto right. and uh, and uh, the Victoria Arena because it's an arena.
0: No you doubt, know? no doubt, perfect. Okay, I'll I'll do some of my highlights what I've accomplished with the podcast and stuff on right after. Let's get into the first award, I guess. And I have speaking of standups, I have standup comedians Andrew Chavone and Stephen Rogers introducing, or sorry, what's the proper terminology? Not introducing, what is it?
2: Uh, are, are they presenting? Pre- that's that? it.
3: Presenting is okay. the
0: exact word. Okay, so Andrew Chavone and Stephen Rogers presenting the next award.
3: Hey everybody, I'm Andrew Chavone. And I'm Stephen Rogers. We are of the Panic Attacking Podcast, and we're proud to be the readers <laughs> presenters, yeah, presenters of the award for favorite artistic guest weren't we on the podcast we were but I think we're in a separate category okay yeah the the least favorite artistic <laughs> guest <laughs> <laughs> well let's uh let's get going with the with the nominees we'll do every other because uh, that's how we roll okay uh filmmaker Hilton Ariel Ruiz oh Ola. Yes. Okay, I just closed the uh, the list again by accident. Oh. My phone locked. Okay, we got John Charles, a painter. Nice. Uh, okay, what is he? What does he paint houses? Okay. This is vague. Well, I'm glad to see he's your favorite. <laughs> he's a hitman. <laughs> Irishman, everybody. Reuben Ocean, music producer, Frank Ocean's brother, and Reuben Stoddard's cousin. Reuben Ocean. Uh. There's plenty of rube in the ocean for for a, a match. Yeah, it's saying. And we also have Count Classy, r- recording artist. Yes. Yeah. I love his song, The Batty Bat. I love it. Uh, ten, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> we did the same reference. <laughs> in, I know. Two different ways. Uh, recording artist Sire and j Chord. Ooh, Sire. Yes, and j chord's right above the heart valve. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Sire is uh, Lord's brother. Uh, Kyle Hester, actor. Yes. Good luck, man. (laughs) Best of the hest. Best of the hest. (laughs) Don't you you mess with the hest? Now get the rest. (laughs) Special makeup (laughs) effects artist, Jason Baker. Wow, okay. Uh, uh, Steven needs you (laughs) uh, to look normal. Hey, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> and Mark Little, actor. There's only little roles, but never big people. <laughs> no such thing as a little role. Well, congratulations to <laughs> all the nominees. And uh, man, we're sorry for this presentation. Yeah, I guess we'll get emailed who won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We don't get to tell you who wins. <laughs> I know Steve Fingerstiles gets all the credit. Is he wearing a tux right now? I hope so. Yeah, I bet. His beard is wearing a cummerbund. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Steve. Congrats, everybody. Congrats, everybody, for being nominated and whoever wins.
0: All right. And there are the long-winded nominees. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well... On their behalf, there is a lot of nominees, so I guess maybe that's why it seems longer than it is.
2: Oh, it's <laughs> entertaining. I just, as, as, like, as a stand-up, there's a rule. Like, okay. this is presenting an award, but when you're bringing someone on stage, uh, they always say, um, never make the intro funny. Just uh, oh, really? just bring the act on, you know? Like, I, I had a guy once that brought me on. And he was like... He, he tried to say this thing, like, oh, and he... He, he fucked my wife for something backstage. Okay. backstage right now. My wife's here. He's probably just fucked her or something and then brought me on. It just was weird for everyone. It was weird for them. It was weird for me. Some just weird shit. <laughs> but, I don't know. It just made me think about it. There's just so many bizarre things happen as a comic that are just technical and right, of strange.
0: I could only imagine. I don't know how you guys put so up. So who's with the it. winner? So the big winner is... LGBTQ recording artist, Count Classy. Have you ever heard of this? Congratulations,
2: Count Classy.
0: Have you heard of his music? I have not. (laughs) Well, maybe you can check it out on Spotify, but...
2: I will 100% check it out on Spotify.
0: There you go. He has graciously sent an acceptance speech, so let's hear what he has to say.
4: Wow, Count Classy here. Thank you so much to everyone who went out and voted myself as favorite artistic guest on the podcast from the last year. I'm so humbled. I'm so appreciative. I think it's super important that we support local and queer artists. And thank you just to everyone, Steve Finger Styles. And God bless 2020. Peace and blessings to everyone, because we don't need any more hate in this world. Okay, out, y'all.
0: There you go. Very cool. Right?
2: Congratulations.
0: Perfect. Count Classy, our first winner of this year. Congratulations to you, sir. So... Before we get on to the next one, I hear you have some tweets you want to share with me to see what's yeah, going on. Yeah, we
2: were just gonna pepper pepper throughout some of the the year the year in tweets because uh, why not? I can I can pull up some stuff that was popular from each month and some things are just funny and some things uh, relate to what was going on that month and of it's kind of year in review. Like my 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 first tweet was from uh, New Year's Day, twenty nineteen. Oh, wow. okay, and uh, and these are all tweets that were popular, popular enough to mention here. Um, I I said, uh, because of the fireworks, I said, our our baby's terrified by the fireworks. Okay. So I had a big talk with my wife and I said, next year I won't tape them to a stroller.
4: (laughs) My
0: God. You're the father of the year, my friend.
2: (laughs) Yes, I love a bit of misdirection in comedy. Um,
1: Oh, my God.
2: Uh. This is just like, again, obs- you know, the, just making observations. Uh, um, this this is about when uh, when Trump was talking and in, in, on Fox News, they are talking about immigrants um, bringing all the disease with them right, uh, right. to America. Of course. So I said, when I walk in a Walmart and see several ill people in mobility scooters, my thought is not immigrants brought all this disease over with them. It's why the fuck doesn't this country prioritize spending money on their people's health instead of a stupid fucking wall, (laughs) which is fair and true.
0: That's why it's funny.
2: Yep. It's, it's fair and true. Um,
5: (laughs) These are good. Love them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I've just, uh, I've got, I've got some stuff, um, here. Okay. Uh, so Roger Stone, um, One of Donald Trump's right-hand men. If you notice, all of people that work for Donald Trump are fired, in jail, uh, uh, in court. Right. Like it's endless. And Roger Stone's one of them. Okay. And uh, uh, Tucker. Tucker. When they when they went to Roger Stone's house, it was an FBI raid. And I was watching Tucker Carlson, and it led me to this tweet. Tucker Carlson is upset that the FBI went to Roger Stone's home with heavy weapons and extra magazines. Mm -hmm. Tucker Carlson is never upset when a white teen walks into a high school with heavy weapons and extra magazines and kills a bunch of kids. Wow. (laughs) Not always hilarious, but I am prolific.
0: (laughs) I feel bad for laughing.
2: It's, it's, It's... Remember, these aren't all supposed to be hilarious, but I'm glad you're laughing. That's not – it's just – I'm supposed to be – sometimes I'm just being funny and sometimes I'm making a point because I'm, of I'm sitting here going, you're never outraged about a shooting. Right. But you're outraged about them bringing guns to arrest Roger Stone because you feel it's too much. I know. Um, now this brings us to uh, February <laughs> when we had the Super Bowl. Okay. And uh-huh. I had tweeted uh, – Maroon 5 right. was the band. That's and right. I had tweeted – Maroon 5 is basically Nickelback with less hair and more keyboards. That is true. Yeah. If you think They're bullshit is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, like I said, these all won't be uh, political statements. Some is just um, fantastic. So there was a big ad for Stellar Artois. Okay. And uh, which led me to this. Stella Artois is not a fancy beer. It okay. is an absolute punchline in Europe. North Americans completely fall for the marketing of Belgian piss water in a fancy bottle. Stop overpaying for shit beer when you're surrounded by great domestic craft beers.
0: Good on you, my friend. Mars. And that
2: had 3,061 likes. So really? What, I'm, what Everything I'm saying here was extremely popular. So right. I'm, you know, like, I'm not the only one thinking this. Of course. Uh, and it's true. There is great craft beer anywhere. Why would you no overpay? Like, if you do a Google image search of stellar Artois, right. you will get, like, kids in tank tops with gold chains, pissing on the street, drinking it. Like, it is, like, the, <laughs> um, the word in England is chav. Okay. And that's, like, uh, that's kind of like a white trashy wannabe gangster. Sure. Fucking idiot thing. Um. Makes sense. Yeah. And, um. <clears throat> Uh, this, this is about uh, So when we had the, um, the State of the Union
0: okay,
3: yes.
2: Address Which was a big thing Because they're all there And then they cheer and clap everything right And um, Ted Cruz So th- this tweet's about Ted Cruz Because okay. Ted Cruz is clapping for the proper wall right. And I just had to say FYI Ted Cruz was born and raised in Calgary, Alberta, Canada He lived on the Elbow River In the richest part of the city Which really? is a fact Ted Cruz was born and raised in Calgary, and for some reason, he just gets away with that in America. So here he is um, championing the wall when he himself is an immigrant. So fuck you, Ted Cruz.
0: Good on you. I agree.
2: Um, Yeah. See, I'm I'm swiping through. I've got an album of these screenshots here from them. Um, I'm swiping through them on my phone. Some of them are like, oh, that's too confusing. But here, this is Trump announcing on February 16th, BUILDING THE WALL, all caps. Right. And I replied, you haven't laid a brick or a willing woman in your life. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 1,830 likes. It was popular... (laughs) Oh, shit. <laughs> a brick or a willing woman, it's true. He's never done any building. He always says I'm a builder. He hasn't right. built shit.
0: No, of course not. He tells people to build it.
2: <laughs> and any girl he slept with, he's paid or he's paid with the promise of his Trump lifestyle. That's Come tomorrow, Lago, with me. We'll get omelets.
0: I know it's. Uh, I had this conversation the other day with someone too, and obviously everyone knows it, so it's not like it's anything groundbreaking, but. The more money you have the more attractive you look towards certain women right so it's not like would you still be getting these women if you were even just middle class not in hell right
2: oh i know some like gnarly looking dudes okay that are not pleasant people like people i grew up with or was around um maybe a little older than me some little younger but some people that made a lot of money that, I mean, my, my wife's English, she would refer to them as unsavory, and they always have, like, a pretty girlfriend, and, yeah. Right? No. Yeah. And I'm not just saying, like, physically. I'm like, just not really nice people. Yeah, that's a good package, money, and, yeah. And, mm, he's going to get me that purse. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Priorities. Something like that. Something like that. How many more of these do you want me to do in this segment, or you want to keep throughout
0: the? Yeah, let's let's sprinkle them through the through the show. So keep a tab on that. Let's go into the next yep. award. Then we're, um, you know, what I'm going to introduce this one because it's the third annual. I haven't introduced any of these awards in the past, so I'm, I'm going to do one myself. And since I am one myself, it's sort of in my realm. So the next award is for the favorite podcast host or hosts that I've had on. So in other words, if they have their own podcast and they were yep. a guest. That's great. Perfect. So I got my buddies from over in England, Jesse and Max from Gato 5 Wrestling Podcast. I got my long-lost Puerto Rican cousin, Brian Fonseca from Ain't Hard to Tell Podcast. Benjamin Banks and Travis from Leveling Up. Andrew Chavone and Steven Rogers, which you just heard, from Panic Attacking Podcast. James Camacho from I'm Just a Kid Podcast. Kevin Ryan from Hard Feelings Podcast. And lastly, Adam Hunter from MMA Roasted Podcast. And the winner is, or winners, three-time champs now, Max and Jesse from Gato 5 Wrestling Podcast. This is their third year in a row winning this category now.
2: That's fantastic. Congratulations, Max and Jesse.
0: So, they graciously sent an acceptance speech. So, let's see what they had to say. And I know they're probably going to say something horrible about me like they always do,
5: so... Hello Steve, it's Max and Jesse from God Till Five. We're
6: here! I don't even know what we've won. Uh, best podcast host of the year, I think? Best podcast host of the year. That is the most obscure title that we will (laughs) gladly accept.
5: And this is our third award now.
6: Hat-trick. Hat-trick. Hat-trick.
5: The previous two we won best guest, and now he's just making up categories for us to win. So that
6: we can keep winning because Steve loves us. Sexually. Exactly, so I kind of, uh, are you happy with three, or do you want to go for five? I want to never stop until I die. Or until Steve dies. Until Steve dies, yeah, that's more likely. That is more likely. Definitely, definitely. Let's destroy him.
5: (laughs) Well, thank you, Steve, for, first of all, nominating us, and thank you to everyone who voted, because me and Jesse completely forgot we didn't even rig this one, so, uh...
6: It's true, yeah, we didn't do nothing. This is actually a fair win, so we're better than the rest of you. Everyone who we were against- don't even know who we were against? We care that little about winning this award. (laughs) And yet, we still have. So, um, don't even care. No commiserations to anyone. You all suck. Bye. We're gonna go get smashed and then we'll be back to present the final award of the night. Oh yeah, and that- by the way, we recorded that like weeks ago. That's stupid. Stupid order. So when you hear us later, that's in the past. So try and get your head around that. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> so there you go. They let it out of the bag. They'll be presenting the last award, so you'll hear them from them again. But thank you again, Max and Jesse. Very well deserved. They are always great guests when I have them on. Yeah,
2: the, the, Max and Jesse, you guys sound great. I miss I miss English people. <laughs>
0: Actually, I've had a few again, English guests on this year, so.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's a different type of banter, you know. I it I is get, right lived in London for nine years, so there you go. It, very cool. I'm going to check out their podcasts as well.
0: Well, if you're into wrestling, because they really talk, cause when I have them on, it's us talking about pro wrestling. When I go on their show, it's talking about pro wrestling. So if you're into pro wrestling, then.
2: Well, I, I made the top 10 guests on Talking Wrestling podcasts this year. Shut up. Yeah. Have you ever have you had, you should have Casey Corbin on your show.
0: Sure, I'll, I'll take a look.
2: Casey is the host of Talking Wrestling podcasts.
0: Oh, okay. Um, there you go.
2: Do you, you name a famous wrestler, they've been on his show, he's uh, he's a comedian as well. Oh, Anyhow, I perfect. feel like I'm bad, I'm talking about someone else's show on your show. but No, no problem, just, plug away. We're talking about wrestling, so... No, yeah. of
0: course, no, perfect, so we have something definitely coming. common, oh, I'll reach out for him for sure, because I've had wrestlers on, on my show as well, as you'll hear in one of the categories, best wrestler of the year, so
2: yeah oh yeah fan- i love to fantastic that.
0: but now i need to know so are you a huge fan or are you a mediocre do you dip in and out have you always been a fan
2: um so i was a i was a big childhood fan see i grew okay. up in calgary which was uh stampede wrestling heart country and yeah heart country i was i was bret hart's fedex guy when i was young shut up yeah yeah wow um so i i really grew up our street uh, my cul-de-sac had its own wrestling league oh wow um, i used to go to every pay-per-view like we'd go to a i guess the way now bars show and this is what, like stuff i've discussed on casey's podcast i said okay. w- like the way bars will show like a UFC fight when i was a kid it was like oh you know wrestlemania is on at this huge pub and i mean we would get there before it opens we get the best seats and you know, it was a big deal. We would all go to those events. So wrestling, right. I, I, it wasn't until I didn't really stop watching wrestling until beca- I became a comedian and became busy with that because all of a sudden I had no money for cable. You know, <laughs> you're living at home. You're watching your parents' stuff. Of course. And then you move out on your own. You're like, fuck, I don't even have a TV. I hear you. And then there was the, the, you know, also like going to a bar to watch it. Would I have the night off? I'd probably be out doing fucking dick jokes for free, right. um, which is the reality of a young comic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then again, the landscape slowly shifted with everyone with like UFC and MMA stuff, which um, doesn't interest me. I liked, I liked the larger than life um,
0: spectacle, as they say.
2: So, so basically, moving back to North America from England, I slowly started to get back into it, mostly thanks to uh, my, my, my good friend Casey uh, mm-hmm. having me on a show, and then um, uh, we, we've watched some stuff together, and yeah... I'm, it's great. I just don't have. There's so much fucking wrestling. There
0: is now. I know.
2: And now, like, yeah, because he was in my house. He's like, just order it. Just get an Apple TV, and then I got the channel. And I'm like, oh my god, this it's, is like,
0: it's overwhelming. If you watched
2: it all day, every day. You it's still impossible. would be like, you wouldn't get through a week's programming, you know? So no, I hear you. Anyhow, no, yeah, I'm just um, saying. I have to pick. I've got issues. plenty of wrestling talk.
0: Oh, perfect. Okay, so then we we should touch on that too. Well, before we get into the next award because the presenter's actual wrestler, let's touch on this then. How, how did you like, if, if you're up to date, how was 2019 as a wrestling hold for you as a fan? Because last week I had the wrestlers Tyson Dukes and Crazy Steve on, and Crazy Steve said it was a great year, Tyson Dukes said not so much. But that's coming from the perspective of a performer. So as a fan, what do you think 2019 was?
2: Well, for me, it was about slowly getting back into wrestling
0: okay so perfect so, so
2: I, for me it was like a bit of a rebirth yeah
0: yeah
2: and um a lot of like i again i'm a new dad as well like I, sure. I i go to watch an episode of the gold i see like an ad for like a show like the goldbergs and i'm like what she's they've got this now there's a kid and a dog and i'm like oh i'm so far behind and everything gotcha. so for me it's like everything's new and you know i don't know everyone's backstory so it's just sort of been i've been kind of thrown in okay yeah yeah. but my main feeling with it is um i wish i had have done this earlier because it's just Mm. it's fantastic entertainment man
5: it is right
2: it's fantastic and like i've had some wrestling tweets about like tweeting out how much i'm enjoying something like um we watched the uh the crown jewel okay right yeah, watch the crown jewel and stuff. And um I was pointing out some stuff about that and it's weird, like people were just like, Oh, Boo, why are you watching wrestling? That's stupid or something. Yep. And
0: I still get it too.
2: They were like completely missing everything I was trying to say. What was the one what was the match that what was the one thing that was all women?
0: What was it about? The a event royal? that they did. Was it about Oh, um um uh evolution was that what it was
2: i think so 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 i was tweeting about that and everyone should have been like wow this is so progressive this is an all-woman card yeah it's getting huge ratings yeah it's super exciting Mm -hmm. and it's packed right instead like people were like why are you watching wrestling that's dumb and i'm like Uh. I'm like, this should be you should be grab holding on to this moment and be excited right. that this is an all woman thing. It's never been done and it's fantastic. It's just as entertaining. Right. Um, That's the other thing. And so I was like, this is so frustrating. Like you're missing the point. You've you've seen me mention wrestling, and now a bunch of you have gone, Oh, this is stupid. I mean, it's the same thing, like I watched the fucking bachelor. I think <laughs> it's one of the most entertaining things on television. And <laughs> I'll get people that'll, I'll say like, oh, watching The Bachelor and you'll get people be like, dude, that's gay. Like, <laughs> for starters. That's like, the best
0: one when people say that.
2: That's like the dumbest thing to say, the most um, ignorant thing to say. Right. It's like, you're, you're crazy to even tweet that. But on, but on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, just a reminder, the show's one dude and 20 hot chicks. <laughs> it's genius. It's genius. Right. It's genius. My wife's like, "Are we going to watch the Bachelor?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, I've seen the new contestants." Um, <laughs> yeah, hilarious. it's 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 a poon fest. I'm all for it. It's hilarious um, and it's wildly entertaining. And on the right. flip side, I will watch the Bachelorette too. And that's a bunch of dudes, but one really hot chick. I can work with that. Hey, kind of like uh, gang bang.
0: Well, that was one of the <laughs> <laughs> that was one. I'm sorry. Well, it, that, that's perfect because we are giving out DPs today, so why not? And yes. that was one of the um, most searched categories either this year or last year, so why not?
2: Well, before we move on to the next award, yeah, I'll yeah. Go quickly do a couple of year in review ones because I've got them here on my screen. Sure, go. Um, this had to do with Veterans Day. Okay. Um, we're in a March, and uh, this is uh, Donald Trump, was going on about how much he respects. Vietnam veterans oh, God. and uh, I said Donald Trump saying he respects Vietnam veterans is like Nickelback saying they respect music
5: <laughs> you really dislike Nickelback
2: <laughs> I dislike people for liking Nickelback and I like Nickelback um That's yeah hilarious. their shit we we got we got way better Canadian bands that, that uh, should be far more famous than Nickelback was. That uh, is true. I mean fair play. Congratulations to Nickelback on being successful. When I lived in London, they like sold out a couple nights at the O2. Oh, wow. But I was like, man, there's so many better bands. Like why did it have to be you? Right. But that's um, <laughs> that's life. <laughs> um <laughs> And because a lot of people, it's New Year and they're going back to the gym because they want to mm. take care of themselves, self, um, of I will, I will, I will share this. Um, uh, uh, Christine Chrissy Teagan, Christine Teigen, John Legend's wife, very funny woman yeah. um, and an amazing chef, really cool person to follow on Twitter, on YouTube. I mean, she gets in Twitter wars with Donald Trump and destroys them. It's entertaining. Awesome. But she had tweeted out. Um, if talking about my plans to work out were an actual workout, I would be the rock. And I replied to her, I spent most of the time at the gym untangling my headphones. Then I go home <laughs> and, uh, and she shared that and that had 3000 something likes. Awesome. And, um, it was a combination of that and a few other funny tweets I'd done and some cool food stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. for those listening, that don't know. Uh, I do a lot of, uh, I, I post a lot of food pictures. Um, it's yeah. a good hobby of mine. Um, it's a great hobby if you are stoned. <laughs>
3: uh, <'cause laughs>
2: right. I really make some delicious food. And mm. uh, I've got five barbecues and maybe six. I've, I've, I've lost count on wow. uh, the stuff I do. And I put a lot of it on my YouTube with tutorials and stuff. So yeah. my food stuff got the attention. Um, and my funny stuff got my attention of Chrissy Teigen. So That's she ended cool. up following me. So for when someone you really like... Follows you and starts sharing your stuff. That's pretty cool. Especially if they don't follow like five hundred thousand people. They only follow like a couple thousand, and you're like, wow. So um, yep. anyway, I'd, I'd amused her and done some food stuff she likes. So that was a little fun Twitter highlight for me.
0: Okay, I need to go back to these six barbecues now. Do you have like a specific barbecue for certain meats, or spe- like are they all different? To the same? Does was more powerful? Like what's going on here?
2: Um, okay. Yeah. So you've got, you've got your big like six burner gas, okay, which yeah. is handy for, um, hot dogs, burgers, sure. quick stuff, of you course. know, um, that's the sailing. Now we're kicking with gas. So you just click it on. Right. Yeah. Then I've got a, a, Napoleon smaller one. Okay. Then I've got a Char griller, smaller one, okay. and those are all gas or propane. Okay. Right? So same sort of thing. Right, right. Um, Then I have a Bradley smoker, and that is, it looks like a little fridge, and it takes uh, like these wooden compressed pucks that fall into a heat element. So you just load up the channel with pucks, put the food in, and pretty much walk away. It works really well, but um, it's not engaging, it's not fun, which is why I do most of my cooking on a Kamado, which is a large ceramic uh, egg-shaped grill, Mm -hmm. and I have a Kamado Joe Classic 3 and a Kamado Joe Jr. The Jr. is a – you could fit about one spatchcock, like flattened chicken on it or a few steaks. Um, It was designed for tailgating, but it weighs like 200 pounds. Um, And then my big one, the Kamado Joe Classic 3, I mean, it it is huge. It has a rotisserie. It has a full pizza attachment uh, to it. It's the gold standard – Because you can have steakhouse searing like 900 degrees or you can bring it down to like 175 and do a brisket for 16 hours and you're cooking over not coals but hardwood lump charcoal. Mm. And it's all with the top vent and bottom vent. You just dial it in with the airflow and you walk away once you have it going. But you still got to start that fire. Right, right. Get in touch with yourself. You know, like as humans, we are attracted to fire. It's it's in our instincts, of same course. with dogs, because it's association. with It's in us. It's heat. It's yeah. food. Yeah. Um, it's a big thing. So uh, I, I do a lot of cooking on the Kamado Joe because I actually have a um, a bit of a partnership with them that developed from all my food stuff that i'd done i never asked them for anything they reached out to me because my food stuff was getting really popular so um i tend to do a lot of my cooking on their stuff because they've treated me well and it's my favorite thing to cook on
0: nice i'll have to look yeah because when i see your videos i always see that one and that's what always makes my mouth water when you make like your ribs your wings like stuff like that i'm like oh my god and again being a stoner like yourself i'm like Why am I looking at this while I'm smoking? This is not a good thing to be doing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's like looking at donut commercials while you're on a treadmill. It's
1: it's, it's (laughs) not making it any
2: easier. But, I I mean, I just watch a lot of food stuff myself. Like, that's just, I enjoy, yeah. Like, I I just put on whatever (laughs) diners and drive-ins and dives. Right, right. Burgers, brews, and cute. One of those to me, like that—that that is the greatest job in the world. Like you're not critiquing anything; you're just going around and eating, ha- and, and eating, and happy to be there. <laughs> right? Like, oh, this is—I'm in whatever Ohio, and I'm going to try there this famous burger. And you're you not know—you're not, you're not there to like make someone feel bad. It's just right. Oh, hey, man, that exactly. was great. Thanks for having me. Check this out, and you know, like. Like whenever I travel somewhere, right. I'll look up like, oh, has anyone ever been here in any of those kind of shows? And then I will check out that place, you know, because there are the places where you you really see how genuine like the host, like someone like Guy, right, likes it that much, you know. They always yeah. like it, but there's ones that you're like, ooh, okay, of course. yeah, I got, Most I definitely, definitely have to uh, try that. So yeah, I, I get I get sucked into the food porn easily. And um, I'm happy to say I've made enough myself and that would be long term would be um, I would love to uh, get a food show of my own Uh, or if my YouTube caught on correctly, then that would just turn into something like the best food show out there. Well, I, I guess technically kind of a food show is Hot Ones. Okay. And if you've never seen that, it's great. So.
0: Oh, like yeah, I'm just saying
2: out. the best stuff isn't on television it's on the internet.
0: Well true yeah like everything nowadays
7: right? I
2: mean there's some crazy popular shit that I don't get when you see these videos on YouTube 99 right. cent burger versus you know $400 burger <laughs> which is better I'm like well what the fuck do you think? It's, right. it's you know do you I really mean. think your fucking dumpster meat with thousand island dressing is going <laughs> to be better than the the truffle wagyu beef burger? Like do we need a video for this? But you see it it's got like you know, seventeen million views. Right? Oh, fuck I just spent a week making a tutorial on Prime Rib and eleven people are gonna watch it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
2: On YouTube, you know, like on Twitter I get tons of people to watch. Yeah, them, but Twitter's different. YouTube I know. is a weird beast. It is. Like, is, right? I don't understand the algorithms or something. Because yeah, you'll you'll see I'm like, Why is this grainy fucked up video popular? But it is so Hey, yeah. if we knew we'd be uh things would be different.
3: So what's the exactly. next award
2: here?
0: Let's go to the next one then. Let's get into, oh, this is your category, favorite comedian guest of the year. So I have wrestler from Toronto, RJ City, presenting this next award.
7: Uh, Hello, my name is RJ City. I've been contacted again uh, to be on this podcast, and I feel such an overwhelming sense of obligation to do it uh, I'm going to present the award for a favorite c- comedian and I think it's wrong to put comedians on a pedestal like this I think it creates a class system and a, a, a skewed structure so to be honest with you no matter who wins and no matter who's nominated I don't like all of the comedians equally uh, also uh, myself kind of a burgeoning comedian at the same level that I don't like myself Uh, I think that'll help everyone get along as we admire the muck and mire of mediocrity that we are all wallowing in as Canadian entertainers. Here are the nominees. Uh, Lisa Feingold, Michelle Shaughnessy. Did I mess that up? I messed that up. Let me start it again. Dear Lord, this is embarrassing. Here are the nominees for Favorite Comedian. Lisa Feingold, Michelle Shaughnessy, Pete Johansson, Sarah Wren, Tommy Campbell, Ronnie Pascal, Brian Lloyd, and Stephen Pratt. I'm going to assume Stephen Pratt is not the winner because they listed him last. It would be weird if you said Stephen Pratt and then you said the winner is Stephen Pratt. So I assume the other ones are the winners. Uh, Nevertheless, uh, this has been wonderful
0: oh and thank you for rj for sending that in very colorful as you could see see he's wrestler slash that he, he does a lot of spots around toronto That's cool. and he's he's great he's fantastic love the guy so let's get to the winner the big winner is mr tommy campbell
3: oh no shit <laughs> I,
0: and i didn't even have to ring it i swear to god you are the winner
2: oh very cool I haven't won anything in a long time. <laughs> I bought a Lotto Max ticket last night. It was seventy million. I know, right? That's uh, if, if there's one thing I'm bad at, it's winning the lottery. <laughs> I'm like, I've consistently lost my entire life. Well, thank you uh, to everyone. Uh, I did not know that this was going to happen, so thank you so nope. much to everyone that took the time to vote. Um, I figured there was a few people voting because I had a lot of comments about the whole DP thing. <laughs> so thank you so much i really appreciate it and thank you for uh for for nominating me in the first place
0: well and thank you for coming aboard of course and obviously thank you to all the nominees for agreeing to come on and you could contest i didn't have to do anything special everyone thinks oh to get someone on you must be paying someone or you must be doing something special for them it's like i'm just cordial and i'm polite and people
2: i guess are cordial back to me I was happy. I was happy, dude. I did not know who was going to win. I just knew that there was someone, if they won, I would have to have a straight face for a while um, on that list, in my opinion. Um, But as Mitch Hedberg says, in comedy contests, um, there's one winner and nine people that don't think comedy should be judged. (laughs) I think that's his joke. That always made sense. It, it is true in any comedy competition, uh,
0: right? It's all subjective too. That's the thing, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it doesn't matter because I'm the best.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> as,
2: as I look at my uh, my, my, um, my 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 stuff here, as before we uh, before we move on, um, I'll talk about another uh, tweet from out the year. I'm um, seeing this on Hilarious. Uh, we've, <laughs> we, we've decided that. Um, unfortunately, I don't have my trophy yet, but um, I had tweeted this, and this was really popular. I said, uh, it's not easy to talk about feelings with your spouse. I thought about it a lot, and there's just no good way to discuss that I'm down because one of my favorite porn stars retired. Oh, God. <laughs> it amazing. is a weird moment. I saw someone I really liked being like, oh, I'm taking a break from porn. I was like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like actually going like, so there's going to be no more new scenes. So then I was like worried, like, oh, I got to like, it's like when, uh, oh. when they started to phase out CFL bulbs, my sister like bought crates of them Oh my God. because she, she thinks the LEDs is a conspiracy and stuff. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So I was like, oh, you know. I got to make sure I have access to all her old stuff. Like, I mean, she's not retired. She's retiring, not deleting her porn from the Internet. But there was a Mm -hmm. moment of panic. And my wife was like, you look worried. I'm like, no, everyone's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a good thing to bring up with your spot. Oh, no, just this porn star. I like to beat off, too.
0: Well, now the good thing is... taking a break. You you could do your own Bachelor in sorts, but with porn stars and see which one's the best and eliminate them and then be like, oh, maybe this one could be my new favorite one.
2: And me me here, I will say this too. I tweeted this and this is just a feeling I have. I said anyone that goes bald before 30 should get a break on their taxes and free beer for life. Oh, God. As a bald man myself, I don't (laughs) think that bald people get enough of a break in life.
0: <laughs> I guess so. You guys should yeah, have you don't an exemption for something. I know I choose to be bald and that's what people hate about me.
2: No, no, you have there's hair there. No no Oh, I yeah you call
0: bald. me on an off day. Usually no, no. usually I, I bick it down too so.
2: But even if it's bicked down they see those little 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 I black nubs coming through and they're like, you okay, do. it's fine. He's not a total fucking loser.
0: <laughs> see, <laughs> to me that makes no sense because when it's clean shaven, even though you do notice it, it's It's still bald. So why do I get a pass and people like, I guess, yourself don't? Because
2: you can fix it. (laughs) You can can fix it. I I can't fix it. Like, I am this way. And, like, as an actor, if you're famous like Billy Bob Thornton, they're like, oh, well, we'll put him in a wig for this role. Sure. I can only go up for bald roles, which is either thug or loser.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go
2: i mean, Everyone's like, "Oh yeah," but Bruce Willis. I'm like, Bruce Willis had <laughs> hair. He didn't get famous fucking bald. He got That's famous true. with hair,
0: and then he lost it. You're okay, right. and then he
2: lost it, and now they're like, "Okay, it's fine." People have accepted him
0: as being bald. Um,
2: yeah, you know. And again, for some roles, he will have a little small piece on. So yeah, you gotta have hair first. Gotta yep. have hair first.
0: Well, I get well, but there's a lot of like even in wrestling, for example, you have Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's bald. You have The Rock. He's bald. Like, you got a lot of famous bald celebrities out there that I guess...
2: Thugs. Oops. But they're, but that's wrestling. Like I'm saying, that those guys... I guess.
0: You can get away with it. It works
2: for them, right? Yeah. As a comedian, when you go on stage and you have a bald head um, and you've done a few push-ups in your life, people are like, oh. Like, their first reaction isn't like, this guy's going to be hilarious. You're completely oh, judged.
0: So I didn't think of it that way. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're completely, uh, I- I've had people before say to me after like meet and greets, be like, yeah, Oh, yeah. when you first came on stage, like again, like before you even said hello, yeah, yeah. you were like, you seem really intimidating, you know?
7: <laughs>
5: and uh,
2: then you're like, then, then you were so jokey and funny. And I'm of like, course. yeah, it's called being fucking bald. Our <laughs> minds programmed <laughs> to not like bald people. <laughs> Which is why I wear a hat most of the time now.
0: All right, I'm going to put you on the spot then. Who do you think gets the worst, bald people or gingers?
2: Huh. Yeah. Well, well gingers are mutants.
1: Oh, God.
2: It's a mutation.
1: Well, yeah, but the way
0: you say it, you make it seem like they're X-Men or something.
2: <laughs> um, I'll have you know, uh, some of my favorite porn stars oh, here we go. are ginger. See? See, I actually never knew that ginger was a bad thing because I always like, there was a lot of people growing up like women that I was thought was really hot, you know, like, um, you know, like uh, when I was a kid was Stephanie Seymour, the one that married Axl Rose, you know, I'm like, so my favorite musician was Axl Rose as Mm -hmm. a kid, ginger. And then he marries another ginger. Nothing was wrong with ginger. It wasn't until I moved to England that I'd even heard the term ginger Oh. And use derogatory. Oh, and they don't just say ginger, they say ginger.
0: Are you serious?
2: Oh, mate, she's a ginger. Ugh.
0: Oh, my God.
2: But- yeah. And then, and then, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, trust me. Like, people, like, I-, I see more people worried about, again, like in the UK, like mm-hmm. if someone's pregnant, I, the amount of times I see someone rubbing their be- belly, I'm like, you know, if it's a boy or a girl. Don't care, as long as it's not ginger.
1: <laughs> Jesus, that's horrible.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I guess in a way, but then at least they still have the option to shave it. But then there must be some weird shame in that.
1: Or
0: even color it. Like, like, you know what I mean? To color your hair, your yeah. eyebrows.
2: Personally, I got no problem with it. I, yeah, I, me, me I, I think it's, like I said, I think it's great. I grew up with atzeros, Stephanie Seymour. Mm. There's some, There's some fantastic... I could name so many porn stars, but I will just come across... Like, <laughs> like a pig? <laughs> no, I just... I mean, someone once said to me, if there was Jeopardy for porn, you would clear the board.
0: Oh, so perfect. So if if the day ever comes when I... If if I ever have a porn star on, I'll have you as my co-host. Because I'm not really up to par with porn. Like, people make fun of me all the time and they don't believe it, but, like, honestly, I fell out of porn at least 10 to 15 years ago. At least. So, you like... Up to date Like I'll, I'll probably watch Every once in a while But I won't know Who to watch Who's who Like you know what I mean Not, not like when I was growing up
2: Well it's it's all Subjective
0: so. Well There you go Exactly
2: As as long as But yes seasoned. I'd love to be I'd love to be a, a, If you need a hand Perfect <laughs> It sounds all kinds of wrong I once said a joke I said I want to open a. I I don't know The tweet I did I said uh, I want to open A used porn store Just so I can call it Second hand
0: Oh my god Love it!
2: Thank you. I got some good ones. All right. Hey, I'm the big winner.
0: Perfect. Let's go into our next category. The next set of nominees. We got the video game personality award, and I have Count Classy, winning uh, artist of the year, Mm -hmm. presenting this next award. Let's see what he has. All right,
2: Count Classy.
4: Yo, what's up, everyone? It's Count Classy, and you're listening to my new hit, "Too Classy for Ya." Coming out New Year's, 2020, January 1st. Go stream it everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Amazon. Anywhere you can listen to good Fi music, folks. Okay, so Steve told me that he's going to give me 20 bucks to introduce the nominees for the top video game favorite personality. I'm pretty sure I botched that up. Favorite video game personality. So the nominees are Jose Sanchez, Shane Lewis, Steve Tilly. Brody Moore, Ryan Ali, Nick and Steph from Game To 5, and Victor Lucas. Congratulations for all the nominees for favorite video game personalities on the podcast. I cannot wait
0: to hear who wins it and takes it home. And no, he's a liar. I didn't pay him. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished saying that I don't pay anyone and this fucker comes on and says, oh, he paid me 20 bucks.
2: Fox if you ever have to volunteer, in life right. if you're ever volunteering okay tell the other people you're getting paid you'll never see people get so bad in their life
0: that's hilarious
2: yes They'll oh lose my their god
0: mind. i never thought of that
2: it's fun it's really fun
3: oh perfect
2: yeah. it's a great little thing just on the side be like uh, when, when someone's complaining or something right. you say well you you know you're getting your 100 bucks a day in that little envelope right yeah yeah they would freak out. They lose their mind. I like yeah. it. <laughs> Again, everyone's happy until suddenly you find out someone's getting something that you're not. And then right. And people lose their shit. So, well, let's hear uh, Let's hear Let's what see who the team?
0: winner is. So the big winner is, in this case, are another British contendency here. It's Nikki and Steph from Game Till Five. Let's see what they have to say. They sent an acceptance speech as well. So let's see. The Brits are uh, cleaning it up this year.
8: Hello, this is Nikki from Till 5 If you're listening to this, it clearly means we won the DP Award for Video Game Personality of the Year, which is awesome because it clearly means you think we have personalities. As you can also hear, my co-host Steph isn't with me right now. The fame has gone to her head already and she's too busy for us, but it's fine because apparently we sound the same anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, we would just like to thank Steve for having us on the episode. We really enjoyed ourselves Steph, especially wants to thank you Steve for allowing her to talk about her favorite subject, which is alien sex So if that doesn't intrigue you to the episode, I don't know what will or even listen to our podcast. Go do that uh, We just want to thank everyone that voted for us as well. We really appreciate it. We love the love so yeah, thanks everyone for that and If you want to listen to more of our stuff, just go to Game Tool 5. We're pretty much anywhere. And hopefully we will be on your show again, Steve, one day. Or you can come on ours. Who knows? But, yeah, until then, bye. Congratulations.
2: Congratulations. See, I love English people.
8: (laughs) (laughs) So polite.
2: Yeah, they're good people. They're good
0: people. No, of course they are. And, uh, again, I've had a lot of guests from across the pond, as they say, and I've loved all of them, and they keep returning and coming back. So, yeah, why not?
2: Don't care. And it's interesting because uh, I was just looking at what was in the queue for the tweets throughout the year. Right, right. And Trump visited London. Oh, that's right. Uh, remember? It was the big state visit, and it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Queen gave him a classic book. And I had tweeted, instead of a classic book, the Queen should have given Donald Trump a dictionary and a plane ticket home. Oh, my God. Nobody wanted him there. <laughs> and that had yeah, thousands of likes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it all these are all these are all hits um <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, no one wanted him there. It's protested like crazy I know um, just the it's the security bill alone for something like that,
0: right that too i
2: mean oh but it's it's astronomical, like even trump's like sometimes more like the u k protection mm-hmm. detail for all the extra police and um everything on the streets and closing off and the loft of businesses are being closed but like trump's protection detail um i don't have the exact figure with me but it's something like in his first year spent more than obama's entire terms because trump decided you know what i'm gonna have my place in new york Mm. i'm gonna have this fucking mar-a-lago winter white house bullshit
3: that's
2: right um and he's he's never in the same place as Melania. So the secret service detail alone is so astronomical. So every time that he tries to say like, Oh, I donate my salary and stuff. It's like, that's a smidgen of one weekend of your golfing. Mm -hmm. Like because of the, how much it is to cover his big orange ass, you know,
0: my God,
2: it's, uh, (sighs) gotta love it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then the next, now we're just on the, since we're on the topic of Trump, um, sure. there was when they had the John McCain, uh, warship mm. and, uh, they, they had a banner put over the John McCain part right. when Trump was coming to visit okay. because they had to hide it from him. Well, it's, it's like, he's like Kim Jong-un or something. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, the Supreme leader, we must hide, you know, this yeah. is his enemy. He's dead. <laughs> Like, you know, John McCain died, but...
7: Uh, oh, um, my God.
2: And then, so when it was John McCain Day, I said, Today is John McCain Day. Donald Trump's minders can put a tarp over John's name on a warship, but they can't cover an entire day. Choke on that, bone spur <laughs> And uh, hashtag John McCain Day. And uh, that definitely made the rounds on the Internet. Um, wow. Yeah, for, for a big, tough guy, he sure is a huge fucking pussy. So. All right?
0: You got another one before I introduce the next... Category, then? Let's do one more.
2: Oh, do one more here? Give me um, one more. Well, a- anytime Donald Trump tweets about ICE doing a raid on millions of people, yeah. I always just reply in all caps, HIDE MELANIA. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> I know. What is she so, going to pass?
2: <laughs> next week, ICE will begin the process of removing millions, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah And I HIDE MELANIA. It always gets a couple thousand likes. <laughs> it's like your, your, your wife is an immigrant. What is wrong with you? And and when 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 they say that she went through the legal process, I, whose version of legal? You right? know, she it was all, you know, she she was there on the uh, this absolute genius visa thing, and
7: who knows? He
2: wants to end. No, it, it was a genius visa. Was and it? Okay. He wants to end chain migration, and chain migration is what got all her family over here. u.s citizenship oh, so gotcha. okay, okay. um yeah you know she's just at home sitting there with her fake be best campaign for uh cyber bullying meanwhile trump's out there right. being the world's biggest cyber bully wow next next is this our last one
0: second second to last
2: second to last all right
0: all right. So next category is favorite MMA guest. You said you're not a huge fan of MMA. I am. I love both pro wrestling and MMA. I like the athletic part. And like you, I so go both ways. I go both ways. Hey, it's 2020, my friend. It's time to get be it. now.
2: DP awards.
0: <laughs> so I have asked Rayan Ali, who I don't know if you're familiar with NBA Jam, the game i'm sure you oh are my god you've heard of, of it of course okay he wrote an outstanding book called nba jam the book which you should check wow. out Wow, it's amazing he goes from literally the origins of how it came to be to all the way up to what it is now and all the big players he interviewed so many he has an interview with Shaq, with dj jazzy jeff with people from the industry nba players so if you're a huge amazing fan game. yes so you got to check this book out so i had him on the show and he is gracious, and he's also an MMA fan. So I asked him to introduce the next nominees. Let's see what Rayon has to say.
2: Hey, it's Rayon Lee here. I'm the author of NBA Jam: The Book, the new book about the smash hit 993 arcade basketball phenomena that was NBA Jam. If you like stories of video games being made or of huge sports cultural phenomena, check out NBA Jam: The Book at tinyurl.com slash nbajambook or bossfightbooks.com. I'm here to present the award for favorite MMA guest. The nominees are Patty the Batty Pimblet, the Spartan Elias Theodoro, Leo the Lion Koontz, Malcolm X Gordon, Sam Hands of Stone Stout, the Monkey God Jared Brooks, the GM of Extreme Couture, Jason Gaudette, and Andy the Crasian Win.
0: All right, there are your nominees and thank you Rayon for sending that in. And please go check out the book. It is an amazing book. I I literally read it in 2 days. That's how good it was. And I'm not even joking. It was fucking awesome. So I
2: will 100% check that out. It's such an easy as
0: read you, too. That's why. And
2: as you as, as I've proven to you live here about being an NBA Jam fan
0: wow. while you
2: while you did you already get the picture?
0: Yeah, I see it. Yeah, you're holding so, up a poster of NBA so Jam. So that
2: is the poster from the uh the the super nintendo card, cartridge
0: right oh my right. god like that's, that's the
2: actual one you can see like the fold on it right so when I, I was um uh back visiting my folks going through my stuff in my in the basement i found my nba jam thing and i uh, my my I, I keep all my boxes and stuff when i right. open it up and that poster was in there i was like this is this is gold man that game is great like i remember reading um I think it was Electronic Gaming Monthly was the magazine when I was a kid, EGM. Yep. EGM, yep. And Nintendo Power, but getting the codes to, like, make it load. You could play, like, all the even random characters. stuff. I think yeah. it like, you could be Al Gore.
3: Yep. Like, well, all the weird stuff, I know. you know,
2: and it was, and make the heads even bigger. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it, it was so fun. So, um, that's great. I will definitely read that.
0: For sure. So, so the big winner is another British. Paddy the Batty pimblet out of Liverpool. These guys are racking it up. He's Three awards. Yes,
1: Liverpool. He's a, wow.
0: Big Scouser. So let's see what Paddy has to say.
1: What's happening, people? Just want to say fucking thank you to everyone who voted for me for the podcast of the year. You know who your boy is? Hey, I enjoyed the podcast. Anyway, I'll probably come on in the next in, in this year. Um. As you can tell, my voice is still in bits. So I haven't been able to do any of my own ones since. But uh, these winters, these winters in England, lad, this Liverpool winter, absolutely kicked me head and Everyone's sick. But it's put a, put a nice little shine on me day that I've uh, won that vote. So nice ones to everyone who voted for me. I'm glad you enjoyed uh, the podcast. And I'll see you again in the future. Thank you.
0: No, thank you, Paddy. And actually, another tidbit... His episode was the most downloaded and listened episode of 2019. Wow. So there you go. Congratulations, so Patty. Two-time award winner, put it that way. The only 2 time because that's the only I, extra award someone could win. So there you go.
2: <laughs> very cool. Very and yeah, cool. his accent, very different than the previous right person. In England, the, the accent changes uh, like every few blocks. But, but <laughs> Liverpool has a very famous accent and... Uh, I used to play a comedy club there called the Laughter House. Okay, and um, you know, I stuck my whenever I would go to Liverpool, I'd always do all the Beatles walks and stick my head in the. Um, if you're not, if you didn't know that's where the Beatles are from. Oh, so of course, you, you can go on like you can go on walking tours and stuff. Um, but but Liver Liverpudlians are very defensive about the Beatles. And, really? Uh, oh, very very. Like as a comedian, I remember I. I was like, yeah, I went on a Beatles walk today, and someone shouted out, like, fuck off, don't you talk about the Beatles, and I was like, oh. I'm like, I haven't even got into, like, the the, the joke yet, Not, you know, like, they're like, nope, that's our thing, it's like, uh, I can make fun of my brother, but yeah. you can't kind of thing, and I wasn't gotcha. even going to make fun of them. I was anyway it was like lesson learned again weird things happen as a comic like okay don't fucking mention the beatles people get worked up holy shit oh see i didn't
0: know that because actually one of my co-hosts every once in a while he comes on i have a friend over in liverpool he's also obviously a scouser i call him on the show scouser ian so he comes on every once in a while and i never heard him say anything about mind you the beatles never came up so maybe that's why but i should ask him the next time how he feels about it well they're
2: always super everyone's passionate about the beatles but i'm always like yeah they left (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they didn't really come back so um uh it's just one of those things but um but they're from there and they're awesome i mean one of the greatest bands ever and right. liverpool is uh is an interesting place it's also one of the places where the crowd genuinely thinks they're funnier than the comedians oh, and uh, okay i remember being with a guy named jason manford who's easily one of the most famous comedians in England, which would actually, by population, make him one of the biggest comedians in the world. Like, he, right. he sells out arenas and stuff. And, um, but he was from Manchester, and just being introduced from Manchester, they weren't having a word he said. Um, and this is, again, back uh, before he was, like, really famous, right? Right. But he, he said to me, he's like, oh, you're lucky because you're from far away enough that they can't figure out how to hate you, <laughs> like kind of thing. <laughs> My God! So, oh. so, so, so you'll you'll be fine. But I'm, right. I'm around the corner, and we, you know, our cities don't like each other. So, <laughs> anyway, funny shit weird things set. happen as a comedian um, it, it is
0: what it is well speaking so, uh, speaking sorry. of liverpool i want to bring up also i want to give thanks because obviously as they say i as a corny as it sounds and i've said that before if it wasn't for the listeners there'd be no podcast so i want to shout out some of the cities that put a dent in the podcast this year in terms of uh, listens so we got here like these are like my top 10 and then i'll do like countries and stuff because there's some weird countries i never thought i'd be listened into but whatever so speaking of scousers liverpool is my number four listened to uh, city of 2019 so thank you to all the scousers out there i guess probably thanks to patty since his was the most listened to episode of 2019 so that sort of makes sense also got gallivant ferry in the united states you ever heard of this place gallivant's ferry you know where this is
2: I feel like you're making it up, but no. there 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 are weirder name places. So now, never I've heard, heard of them. I mean, I've, I've gigged in even when I lived in England. I would gig in cities where people would say, "Where are you going this week?" And I'd be like, uh, Bogner, Regis." They'd be like, "Oh, you you know." I mean, English people won't have heard of certain ones, so right. It's the same thing in in you know Canada. Same thing in the states. We all got weird name places that I you know. would only know if you had to go there.
0: So true. Uh, what else? I got San Jose's up here as well. Windsor, Ontario. Thank you very much. Out there in Windsor. Ashburn.
2: Uh, I like San Jose. I like Windsor.
0: There you go. Ashburn. I think that's in the Carolinas somewhere, either north or south, if I'm not mistaken. If, if it's not, I'm sorry. Please keep listening. I need your listens <laughs> I do apologize. Again, like how the Americans don't know our geography, don't expect us to know yours, right? what else do i got here i got montreal's a big one this year thank you barcelona thank you to all my spanish listeners oh, for some I reason
2: barcelona i, I got stand up there like five times man
0: oh really in english <laughs> obviously
2: there's uh, an irish there was an irish booker that oh, books okay um you just you just book we book he booked two acts and fly you over from london and, you oh, know wow. it was it was awesome I mean, Barcelona is, if you've never been there, people, it is fantastic. If you like to eat and drink and just walk around, <laughs> it's just, all right, I'm going to have some albondigas and some gambas and some wine and beer and then take a little stroll and then do it all over again in the next place. And It's a foodie city.
0: All right, let's go here to countries, obscure countries. Do you know that, what number is this? This is my number, one, two, three, four, fifth listen to country this year. Mora Mauritania. Or more you, Tanya.
2: (laughs) Right? Are you saying it right?
0: I don't think so. Okay. It's M-A-U-R-I-T-A-N-I-A. Is this somewhere in Africa? If I'd have to guess, I'll say Africa. As uh, Tommy's looking this up for me right now.
2: Even Google's like...
0: Does it know where it is?
2: (laughs) No, it's just like, come on, mate. There's better things to look for.
0: (laughs) Well that means something then man if if they're listening to my podcast then hey I'm
2: looking here it's so it's uh, it's like kind of like you know it's Africa western sahara
4: okay there you um,
2: go south of morocco nice yeah it's just south like it's yeah it'd be just west of mali i think you you either have um some expats that are there
0: oh good call listening
2: um, as someone like myself that's done a lot of work with the military, right, right. there's often like can just be like bases in places or small sure. things. And Makes sense. like when I, when I did comedy on military bases and stuff, like just certain things spread really fast among places like that because, you know, people, what are you listening to? What are you watching? Right. And then everyone kind of starts listening and watching the same thing. So that gives them something to talk about. Makes sense. So. That could make sense, so I, I, you know I'm just trying to make some sense of this, because looking at it here on Google Map, I don't really imagine some guy just riding his camel. <laughs>
0: hey, come on, was, I, could, I could be the David
2: to the podcast.: I
0: could be the David Hasselhoff of that country, man. Come on. you've got to give me some credit. You could be.: you could
2: be. <laughs> And I could grow my hair back.
0: Oh, good one. Uh, another weird one on here that I never thought Mongolia. I'm a big hit in Mongolia as well. Top 10.
1: Oh.
0: Got some Mongolians Mongolia. out there. Remember <laughs> when the Mongolian
2: grills were really popular for a while? Do you remember that growing up? Yep. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. There was a few really? actually here in Toronto still.
2: And there's still... People still go there?
0: Yeah, well, it's not like as big as it was before, but yeah. It's it was hot. like
2: an explosion. Yeah. Like in, for those people, if you're not familiar with it, maybe don't have them, it's one where you go and there's all the ingredients, there's all the sauces, and you just fill it all up, and then you hand it to a guy, and he just fucking stir fries in a giant wok and hands it back to you the problem is if you don't know flavors (laughs) like like the average person is just like piling shit on their plate and i'm just looking at it going none of that goes together it's not gonna taste good like it's you know like you might as well just be cooking at home like you have the reason you go to a restaurant is because you're trusting a chef to to with with a recipe and a creation instead you're standing there going like uh um i don't know garlic i don't know like you, just, <laughs> you just see like this uncertainty in people and then the lineup's getting bigger and then people panic and then yeah i just remember them being huge for a while and uh because i was a good cook i always had friends that wanted to go with me and they're like tell us what to do <laughs> and
1: right. i'd have to
2: like order tell my friends okay i had a little bit of that you need some right. ginger get the black beans get to this
0: it's so true if you don't know what you're doing then you're up shit's creek right fuck
2: yeah, most people don't know what they're doing in anything. So
0: yeah. <laughs> that is true. But, I share that sentiment. And lastly, uh, just because it's relevant in today's news, rounding out my top 10 is the Russian Federation. So thank you very much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to slip that in there just in case.
2: <laughs> Fantastic.
0: So let's get on to the last category. This is probably uh, one of my favorite categories. It was yep. the favorite wrestler of the year. Because, again, I'm a huge wrestling fan. It was a pretty cool experience this year. Last year, I talked to a few wrestlers. But this year, I actually vamped it up and talked to some guys. Like I I ended up talking to the Ring of Honor world champion right now, PCO. So that was pretty cool, seeing him win the championship after I've talked to him. So And obviously, former WWE Cruiserweight champ, TJ Perkins, was on the show too. Just some of those big names. But instead of me saying them all, I have someone to present the last award fantastic and it would be obviously makes sense the three-time award winner max and jesse from the Gato 5 wrestling
5: podcast since they like wrestling
6: as well so let's see
0: what they have to say
6: we are Got Till 5, I'm Jesse, you're Max, hello Max.
5: Hello Jesse and hello Steve and that hello, podcast Steve. world.
6: We're doing nominees for your best wrestling guests because we do wrestling podcasts. So uh, we're going to announce the nominees now, isn't that right Max?
5: So the nominees for favourite wrestler guests that Steve has had on his podcast. At number one, we have RJ City. Ooh. Number two, Tyson Dukes. Ooh. Ooh. Number three, Sebastian Suave. Number four, TJ Perkins, TJP.
6: And the other four nominees are PCO, uh, (laughs) um, Crazy Steve.
5: With two Zs.
6: With two Zs, let's not forget. um, (laughs) Psycho Mike Rollins. And finally, Alexia Nicole. So who's going to win? Find out by in a minute probably is this all happens on this show, doesn't it? But pause Steve's podcast first, pause this podcast, go and check out gottill5.com, subscribe to us, listen to a real podcast for a change, and then you can come back to this one when you feel like you've done your duties.
5: Yeah, you can find out the winner, it will add to the suspense, so enjoy. Bye Steve. Love Bye. you. <laughs> so the
0: big winner of the Wrestler of the Year. Is the lone female wrestler I had this year, Alexia Nicole? She beat out all the other men that I was. I shouldn't say I was surprised, but because she doesn't have as a big following as some of these other wrestlers. But hats off to her. I mean, she's g- gaining ground. She's been on TV. She she's worked Impact Wrestling this year a lot. So congratulations to her. She was willing to send in an acceptance speech, but time constraints. As I found out who won, that's why I'm so happy. I even got four people to send in acceptance speech because literally to the hour, I was still getting acceptance speeches before we even went live recording. Congratulations, out, so.
2: Alexia! Yeah, she's stunning.
0: Oh, oh, you're looking her up now? Yeah.
2: No, I know, I know. I I had to. I wasn't sure. I had if I had her in my head down to two different girls, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, she's stunning.
0: Yeah, go back again. She's another local. Tro- uh, Toronto or GTA because she lives in Northern Toronto. So in the Vaughan area. So the GTA area had her live in studio as well. Great talk with her. Great conversation. So go check that out. And obviously go check out all previous episodes. I'm sure there's one person that someone's listening to that they either heard of or enjoyed. So go back. The the catalog's all there. I leave it all up. I don't charge extra. I don't put it behind paywalls. It's all there from the start till now. Actually, no, I'm lying. I have officially taken down. The first episodes when I started with my first co host, my cousin Maddie, but I decided to take him down because now the tone is totally different, has nothing to do with those first ones. So if someone wants to start from the beginning and listens to those, they won't know what I'm doing now. You know what I mean? It sort of doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took those out. I leave up all the ones where it's me solo with guests. So you can listen to all that catalog, go back, listen, support everyone, follow them, buy merchandise for all of them, go to their shows, do all that fun stuff. Thank you, everybody, for being a part. Of the DP awards, that's my spiel. That's my acceptance speech that's on behalf a great spiel. of her. Oh, so what else? You got any last couple more tweets to end this uh, DP awards off? Then there, Tom. To,
2: to, to finish the DP awards, yeah, I'll just I'll just do a quick summary. I'll get get to the end of the year. Donald Trump Jr. released a book called Triggered, and he posted a picture of him reading it. And I tweeted, Oh, look at Don Jr. pretending to read the book he pretended to write."
0: I remember that one because that one's just recent.
2: It's it's just a sick burn. Um, <laughs> that one's yeah, one. is a it's a, a a sick burn. Something a joke i made. I said my buddy got stuck at work and I had to pick up his kid from daycare. Even though I'm on the contact list, they demanded two pieces of photo ID. The titty bar I took him to on the way home didn't even ask for one.
0: Wow, fantastic!
2: <laughs> and I'll I'm I'm uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible segue. Okay, no. But hey. My most popular tweet of the year, we'll send It. I've skipped, skipped over a bunch of stuff. Um, I didn't mean to go from that joke to this one <laughs> okay. uh, because th- this is my most popular tweet of the year with 45.1 thousand likes. Wow. Uh, this was when Epstein was first being arrested and okay. investigated um, long before he died. Um, of course. When they were first investigating him, I uh, tweeted out Epstein kept porn in a safe. Okay. Nobody good keeps porn in a safe. Chuck it under the bed or deep in the sock drawer, but not in the safe. If you need to keep porn in the safe, you're definitely not watching porn. You're watching crimes being committed. And it's true. You know, it's true. Right. Uh, so I was the first to make that point, and it went pretty viral and fuck him, I'm glad he's dead because <laughs> someone like that can hurt people no it's longer. It's true.
0: So, you know what, some people, I know it's harsh to say and it sucks, but some people don't deserve to keep living. It's true.
2: Nah, yeah, gone. I think people are, many people are caught up on murder, suicide, whatever. My yeah. main thing that matters to me um, is that he's gone there you go. and won't uh, ruin any more lives because I'm all about the good.
0: And that's how it should be.
2: <laughs> As are you. We're a couple of positive people. Out well, here. I try. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I try too. Um, some people will tell me, "Oh, you know." I'll get a, a neighbor said to me recently. you so okay. judgmental. I'm like, that's how I make a living. Like
0: that is true. I'm a right?
2: comedian. If I if I said everything was perfect, mm-hmm. it would not be a very funny show. You have to point out what's wrong.
0: Thank you. You know,
2: like. I have all day just to sort of watch the world. Right. You know, a lot of people, they're just in the grocery store quickly. Mm. I'm taking my time. Cause I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with, you know, I'm just noticing stuff. Um, I got nowhere else to be. So we're observers. Um,
0: Most definitely. And, and it's yeah,
2: it's, it's good to laugh at stuff. I really appreciate you, you having me on. Um, if people listening, Um, I, 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 I thank the listeners that voted for me. I thank the people, uh, that, uh, you know, on, on, on Twitter and Facebook, when I put it out there that they voted for me. And I hope you're listening to this podcast now because sometimes these award shows turns people onto a show because they, they miss someone the first time around and then they see, oh, he's nominated for this and then they'll go search it out. So I think that's a really good thing. This is really healthy for everyone nominated um so that's really cool if you do want to hear me i direct all my traffic for stand-up to spotify find me on spotify uh tommy campbell Uh, my latest album is called let's ruin saturday i have two other albums on there lots of playlists it costs you nothing just follow them if you want to see my variety of mental shit on youtube then go to youtube uh tommy campbell YouTube's weird. I think it's YouTube.com slash C slash Tommy Campbell. They make their links weird. But on my YouTube, you'll you'll know it's me. Just look for the bald guy. (laughs) Um, But uh, um, there is a variety of different sketch comedy I've written and directed over the years. A lot of my food stuff. um, There is – I I talk about electric cars, sustainability. You you name it. It's a mishmash. Um, But if you want to go check that out, again – these things cost nothing, but it really helps us uh, when you follow us, stream us, and share us. Uh, that makes all the difference, and it makes us want to keep on doing it because knowing someone out there is enjoying it, it, it you know, it does make it a lot Absolutely. more worthwhile, right? <laughs> when you when you know someone's gonna be at least listening to it, so you know, please enjoy.
0: No, most definitely. And for myself, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter under Finga styles, follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast DAP, email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast DAP at gmail.com. I didn't say this at the top of the show. So I'm going to say it quickly. Now support the sponsors, Go to blackbeltcbdproducts.com, use promo code THEPODCAST25, you'll get 25% off. Go to poppyapparel.com if you're into women's clothing apparel and online shopping. Use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D. They ship worldwide. Free shipping when you spend more than $50. And lastly, if you're into... Nerd culture, comic books, sports, signed memorabilia, anything of that sort. Go to firstrow.ca. Use promo code thepodcast20. Get twenty percent off everything. There is in Canadian funds. They ship within North America. And if you want to support me directly, you could go to my merchandise store at tpublic.com. If you're smart enough to look at your device right now and scroll down, I have the link embedded right there. Easy peasy. Click on it. Takes you right to my store. I got everything you need or want from T-shirts to hoodies to onesies to pillows to cases to mugs to travel cases. I'm a merchandise whore, like I said last week. I don't care. I have no shame. Please go support the cause. It helps me out. Keeps me on the air for free, as they say. And the most important, speaking of free, please, easiest thing you could do, costs you fucking nothing, and this is the one that no one does. People would rather buy my merchandise than do this, which fucking blows my mind. It makes no sense. Please, please. Go to Apple Podcasts, rate, subscribe, review, give me five stars, say something nice. It really helps. And if you don't use Apple Podcasts, go to Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts. They have some sort of algorithm, some sort of rating system. Give me the best rating you can, and that's the best thing you could do for not only me, any podcast you listen to. I
3: wholeheartedly
2: agree with everything you say. With whatever format they're on, right? Please, just it's the same with myself with. Spotify or anything. All you have to do is follow me, add me to your list of favorites, right? And it means everything. And I, you know, my albums can be rated and reviewed on iTunes as well. It, it takes one second, and uh, I mean. People today have it so easy. I used to have to. I remember I get my crappy little paycheck and I go to HMV and CDs could be twenty four ninety nine and it took me twenty minutes just to open the fucking thing. <laughs> there was, they're, they're so shrink wrap My dad had this little special like right? miniature yep. thing that slid along it. I yep. have to. Oh wait till I get home. <laughs> I wouldn't play it in the car because I didn't want to fuck around with it and open it with his. Good um, I mean people. You know, you're you're listening to this right now, and you're and you're hearing these nominees, you're hearing these winners, and you're looking them up. And you can play us instantly. You can add them to anything. That's crazy. So if if you play us and you because you get that so simply, we're just begging you, if you like us, even just a little bit, you know, follow us, favorite us, rate, comment, subscribe, do all those things. It takes a second, and just know that it's.
0: Of course, it helps us 100% as you were being cut off there. And this always happens at the end of the show. I think you're back. Are you back now? I'm back. Perfect. Okay, yeah. So what you're saying is, yeah, it helps us 100%. It's the most productive, most easiest, cheapest way of getting the word out. Because people don't understand. Yeah, oh, they don't get paid from that. But it leads to us getting paid. That's what people don't understand. And without that, there would be no eyes. There would be no ears. And then we get lost in the shuffle like everyone else. So please, Absolutely. Th- that is our parting thoughts and going into the new decade. That should be everyone's New Year's resolution. Go rate and subscribe to whatever form of free entertainment you have because it helps the artist out completely. There you go. One last thing before we go. I had to bring this up even though as of the when this drops, it is over and we know who the winner is. Would you like to make a gentleman's bet? Because as of tomorrow when this is being recorded, there's a certain football game where two certain teams, one might be yours, one might be mine, face off against each other, which is mine is the Philadelphia Eagles and you are a huge Seattle Seahawks fan. Oh gosh. I got, as I'm, as I'm talking to you, I'm looking at my hung jerseys of Owens, McNabb. I got a rug. That's a Philadelphia Eagles rug. I'm a huge Eagles fan. My friend, what do you want to wager?
2: Uh, I, man, I never gamble. Like uh, an actual – or you just want a gentleman's bed, or do you want to want – to, um, Okay,
0: how about this? Since we are both like to dabble in what they call the marijuana, why don't we do this? Next time we see each other in person, the loser has to smoke the other person.
2: Well, that's, that's not fair for me because I have wheelbarrows of wheat because I grew a bunch in my yard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think Seattle is going to dominate. And okay. I'll say um, the uh, – the um the, the the whoever loses has to uh send buy something for the other person. Okay. Under enough. twenty dollars. Random gift under twenty dollars online. It'll show up as a surprise. Um I'll make sure you have my address. I don't need yours because you're not gonna win. Oh my um, god. I'm kidding, I'm more interested in the smack talk than the game now. <laughs>
0: you know what? I have to and again, I I'm a I'm a truest. I don't give a fuck. I always think with my head and the top head, not the bottom. Yeah. I'm not stupid. I know the Eagles squeaked in, and they're not heavily favorite. The only thing they have going for them is home field advantage. So other than that, I don't see the even the Eagles winning. So, but hey, I might be wrong. As of this recording, and this is the good thing. People are probably like, oh, why are they talking about this? Don't they know it already happened? Yes, motherfuckers, it happened. And now you know the results, so now you don't have to wait. It's no cliffhanger. Right, so now yeah, you know who's and it, right and, and who's always wrong. It's
2: interesting listening to people discuss something before it's happened because you know you're either going to be like, "Oh, they nailed it!" <laughs> right? Morons, but the Seattle had a weird ending with their game in San Francisco, and they've right. had they've had a bit of a couple sloppy instances recently. So either this is like going to be their big comeback game, and they're going to steamroll, right. or they're going to have no confidence with that out of town thing. So, but I'm I'm all I'm all in for the Seahawks and uh and you're all in for the eagles and i was just yeah yeah, that's awesome
0: perfect so on that note he's tommy i'm steve this was the third annual dp awards thank you very much to another what is this 152nd episode i don't know i'm entering my fourth year i'm gonna keep going until the day i die or until no one listens so that's the burden that everyone has to deal with (laughs) (laughs) this is the podcast peace